Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's Word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on the porch, visit theporch.live. Thank you for joining. What's up, guys? This is David. I'm here with Elena and here with a special guest that's not in the studio but is on the phone, Jonathan Pacluda. What are you doing, man? I'm not that special of a guest. (laughs) (laughs) That is right. I am. I am driving in Dallas on 635. We had this podcast scheduled to record, and I was about five minutes away. I got on the highway, and they shut it down. I'm not sure why, but it is a parking lot, all five lanes closed, and uh, we'll find out why. But, hey, how amazing is technology that I can call in and we can do this podcast from the road? Excited. Let's go, man. I'm only going to call in from now on if you guys are cool with it. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm surprised you're in the office today. No, That's I'm, usually... I'm actually not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm at a lake house, somebody's lake Uh-oh. house. It's it's great out here. And, I uh, wish I could say I'm surprised. <laughs> so I'm just, hey, I'm kidding. If you guys don't think we work, my man, D Marvelous, is the hardest worker I know. What are we talking about? Uh, today, we are talking about a crucial subject for the ladies and gentlemen listening, and that is around the subject of dating, particularly how to ask someone out. Awesome. How to I love ask that. someone out on a date. So the first first thing would just be, man, let's, let's talk about it high level. How do you ask someone out? Yeah, I, I would back up too, just to set this up. So you, you guys, so we have a team that chooses the topics and we have a conversation around it. And so I don't know that this is meant to be a theological resource for you, but I hope we talk a lot about scriptures. And when we use scriptures, uh, take that as gospel. When you're getting my opinion or David's opinion or Lena's opinion or anybody else we'd have in the studio's opinion, take it as that, as, as our opinion. And so you feel free to disagree with it and we can go from there. And so I'd ask you guys, why, why do you feel like that's an important topic, how to ask somebody out? Yeah, I think it's, Um, you know, we minister to young adults and dating is not a biblical, uh, we don't have a lot of biblical examples of dating. We don't have any, you know, truly you could make an argument for a couple, but, but dating is a a relatively new phenomenon. And yet we live in the West, we live in a free country and, and, um, and it's a part of generally speaking, how people form relationships and then get married. And so I think, uh, inside of the church, what does it look like to, to do that? Well, what does it look like for guys to lead? There's, uh, candidly, um, I think, I think depending on who you would ask in our porch audience of the gathering that, you know, the girls may say, guys don't ask enough people out. The guys may say it's so intense around here. I want to be careful before I ask somebody out. And so I I think, I think just addressing it head on and talking practically about what that looks like is one of the reasons why it's important. Yeah, I think, you know, it's good. I think we think too much of dating or too little of it. And so we think too much of it as in a sense of almost we're scared of it and we we it feels so serious. And then we think too little of it in a sense that it's something that we do for entertainment and, and we get stuck in the manic highs and lows. And so you, you almost have to just start with this idea of dating is a is a fairly new phenomenon. It's about 100 years old, a little over 100 years old, started in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Uh, when the word showed up in the English language, it was a euphemism for prostitution. And so to go on a date really meant to pay for sex. 
And so it's so ironic that now we would use that word as a means to uh, get married or find marriage. And so the first things first, I think when you you date, when you're ready for marriage, so you kind of start, hey, am I ready to, ma- to date? You think, well, am I ready for marriage? Because that's what dating is for. Dating is now the pathway that leads to this commitment that we know. It's a biblical commitment that we know of marriage. And I would just say, if you don't want to get married, then why would you go on a date? Because all you're committing to is heartbreak and hurt. And uh, and so in, in the context, I do think that's a real problem today that guys are not asking girls out. I, it's crazy. Like if if you like a girl and you are ready for marriage, you should ask her to spend intentional time with you and you should define it as a date. So she's not wondering because that's the thing about girls. And I don't mean any offense by this. But girls wonder a lot. You know, they wonder, is he like me? Was that a date? Are we just friends? Is he going to text me? Is he going to call me? Will we ever go out again? I wonder what he's thinking about me. I wonder what he's wondering. They wonder all the time. And so, you know, we've said before, leaders remove confusion. And so guys ask, hey, what does it look like to lead in a relationship? It looks like leading towards purity and removing confusion, making sure that she's not wondering where this thing is going. Yeah, that's good. You said something that I want to double click on for the sake of the guys that are listening. And that's, if you like a girl, you should ask her out and define it as a date. I think one of the areas that guys get stuck is they don't know if they like a girl. They're like, I'm serving at this church or I I meet a girl. She seems to be a follower of Christ. I'm interested. I don't know, honestly, if I like her. I, I would be interested in getting to know if I like her, but I don't like her. And so maybe, maybe go a mile further to explain what you mean by that. Because I think such paralysis a, of analysis happens a lot of times. Yeah, it's such a great point. I mean, I think everyone needs to have standards. And your question is not so much, does do I like her? It's, does she meet my standards? But the problem is, that your standards so often are, you know, that she'd be this tall or blonde or this color. Her skin would be this color. Or, you know, and that those are dumb standards, in my opinion. I mean, humbly speaking, those are ridiculous standards because they're unbiblical standards. And so I think a verse that's not a dating verse, but one that's really helpful in this conversation is First Timothy chapter four, verse 12, where it talks about, you know, Paul writes to Timothy, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith and in purity. And so as you are considering someone that you might, I'm talking to the guys now, as you are considering someone that you might ask on a date, look at her her speech, like her words, because Jesus said that whatever comes out of our mouth gives us a picture of our heart. You want to look at her heart? Look at the words that come out of her mouth. Does she speak to build up? Does she speak to encourage? Uh, is she not a gossip? Is she not um, condemning in her words? Uh, look at, you know, the way it, conduct or your your version may say her life. Her reputation, it's more than a Taylor Swift album, that you would consider, hey, what is the reputation that she holds, Um, the way that she loves, what are the objects of her affection? Of course, her faith, uh, is is Christ the biggest thing in her life, Uh, that you would not be, 2 Corinthians 6.14, unequally yoked with unbelievers? Um, And then lastly, her purity, is she someone who is pursuing purity? And then to the guys, I would say, you need to be all of those things. Ladies, as you consider hanging out with a guy, if he asks you out and he checks those five boxes, his, his speech is, uh, you know, builds up, his, his conduct is godly, his love, his affection are the things of, of the kingdom, uh, his faith is in Christ, and he's pursuing purity, that's someone you should say yes to. Uh, whether, 
you know, you're physically attracted to them or not, like that's somebody you just at least go on a date with and spend time with, assuming that you're in a good place and you want to be married. I just don't know if people know the answer to those five things. Like if I was going to guess the porch volunteers, so we got a couple hundred porch volunteers and I'll just use them as an example. It may not be a great one, but it'll lead us hopefully somewhere in the conversations. They're looking at, um, a guy is going, Hey, I think I'm pursuing being all five of those things. There's a girl who's serving at the porch and she just joined our team and she's cute. I'd like to take her out. And they haven't had a chance to go like, what's her reputation? And I'm going to vet out, is she pursuing purity? And is she her speech and all that? They just are assuming that she is because she's connected to the right people or connected to the right people. She's connected to the church that they are. She's serving and she's cute. And I would guess that is the the um, timeline that most people take or most people that are our volunteers, if they're going to ask out a, a co-volunteer, that's what most of them end up doing. And so I kind of hear you saying, don't do that. It's my opinion that that's a, that's a, uh, expedited timeline. And, and I would probably slow down a little bit. And so just add a few stops in there. So she starts serving at the porch. You think she's cute. Uh, I might, I might begin to find out, Hey, is she in community? You can have a conversation with her. Hey, how long have you been around here? How long have you been, at, you know, at this church? Have you served anywhere else? Hey, are you in a community with a group of girls? Not, not like I'm asking right now, not like it's a, it's an interview or an interrogation, but just your, these can be your casual conversations you're trying to find out. And, uh, you know, you may know somebody that is in community with her and ask them like, Hey, is, how is, you're not inviting them to gossip, but you just, Hey, so how long has so-and-so you and so-and-so have been running together? How long, how well do you guys know each other? And, um, and so, you know, I think in a, you could find a lot out without being weird stalker guy in just a few weeks of serving with someone. It's good. So we haven't said this directly, but we have said a lot that implies it, that guys should be the ones asking girls out. Is that right? Uh, what are the circumstances yeah. that make sense for girls to ask out a guy? Yeah, so I think, like, is it is it wrong for a girl to ask a guy out? Here's how I'd answer that question. Um, is it wrong for a girl to ask a guy out? I, I'm, I'm so sad that you'd have to, you know? I, I think that there is something to the roles that God has given us to play. Um, and and I, I would, I believe that it is God's best. It is my opinion that it is God's best. It is my interpretation of the scriptures that it is God's best that a man would initiate that and, uh, and that a woman would initiate that is, is the symptom of something negative that the guys are not doing, you know? And I, so I think guys need to take an initiative initiative, but let me say this. Here's the reality. Um, girls, you got to hear me on this. Guys are afraid that you're going to say no, like nobody likes rejection. And so our biggest fear is that, you know, we're going to go up and say, Hey, would you like to spend some intentional time with me? I'd love to take you on a date. And you're going to laugh and say, I would never go on a date with you. You're crazy. You're like so below my standards. And every girl just thought I would never say that, but, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you would never say that. What I'm trying to tell you is that is every guy's fear. And so give us some grace and, uh, and, you know, be kind and, and just know that, that we're scared and intimidated uh, by you as well. And guys, man, take initiative. 
if if there's a girl that you like and you're in a good place and and you want to be married like you I don't mean just I don't mean today but like marriage is on the horizon that's something that you'd like in your life uh, sometime you ask her say hey would you like to spend some intentional time with me would you like to go on a date with me and so the the title I guess of this podcast is how do you ask somebody out and the way guys that you ask somebody out is you use your words you look them in the eyes and you ask the question. You do not poke them on Facebook. I have no idea why you'd ever want to do that. You don't, you know, DM them. You don't uh, uh, text them. You don't leave a voicemail. You show them that you are someone worthy of, uh, you know, having the confidence and the courage that life requires. And you look them in the eyes and you use your words and you say, would you like to spend some intentional time with me? Would you like to go on a date? And you tell them when and where and let them know if you're going to pick them up or what that's going to look like. And you just, you remove the confusion. So I think what what I'm hearing is that it's not best for girls to ask guys out. But what I hear a lot um, around the porch and a question that's asked is like, well, what if I like a guy and they don't know I like them? And so I want to let them know that I like them. I'm not going to ask them out. But is that appropriate to, um, I don't know, do something to show them that I'm interested? Yeah, I'm really empathetic to that, to that scenario because, or sympathetic, I should say, to that scenario because I'm sure as a girl you feel helpless. You're like, okay, I can't ask him out, but I don't want to be too, you know, uh, pushy or like put myself out there too much. You know, what what do I do? And and um, and I and I think. A lot of girls are like, if these are some generalizations, so let me just acknowledge this is a generalization. Generally speaking, I think a lot of guys struggle with lust and the female counterpart to lust, not that females don't struggle with lust, but um, is control. I think that would be the most uh, corresponding to a male struggle with lust is a female struggle with control. And I think that that struggle can really rear its head in this scenario where it's like, man, I like him, but I don't know what to do. And you, you begin to scheme or strategize or even just think through, okay, what's, what's the steps I can take. And I imagine you, you feel pretty helpless and maybe hopeless in that scenario. And I would just say there are things that you can do, um, to let him know that you like him. And I don't know exactly what those things are. And I I would, I'm afraid that I would insult somebody if I said what they were, but it's just, however you would like to communicate that you're interested in him or that you like him and you know, you, you serve where he serves, you go where he goes, you're, you're kind to him. You, you compliment him. Um, you know, you, you let him know that, you know, there's a thousand things you could do. I, I said you could bake him cookies once and somebody accused me of, of being, you know, that being chauvinistic or whatever. And I, and I don't think it is, but I'll throw that out there. (laughs) What about, um, heard it here first folks. (laughs) Bake right. cookies. What about like inviting the guy to a group hangout or something? Like, is that considered asking out? I just like, I just would like, here's the deal, man. I just want to hit the pressure release valve where I think we get so stuck in like, is it wrong? Is it right? Can I do this? Can I not? Like, man, there's some big sins in dating, like uh, impurity, for example, like being on a date and, and putting your hands where they don't belong. Like, that's wrong. Don't do that. Stay away from that. You know, the, the makeout sessions, don't do that. That, that's, that is not God honoring, um, leading someone on playing games. Don't do that. Romans 12 says, love must be sincere. 
I think outside of those big misses that, you know, there's a lot of freedom. And so can, can a girl say, Hey, do you want to hang out with my friends and I, as we go do this tonight? Sure. Absolutely. You can. I mean, I think there's a lot of freedom. And so is it a sin or not? It's going to come down to your heart. Like you, you only, you know why you're asking him. And if it's, if it's not trusting God or if it's control or if it's something else, or if he's somebody you shouldn't be dating, like what is your heart? If your heart, uh, it says the Lord looks at the heart and the heart really determines whether it's sin or not, it's motive. And so I think there really is a lot of freedom. I'd love to just everyone take a deep breath and say, okay, as long as I miss the big, you know, holes in the road, I've got a lot of roads that, that I can navigate, a lot of places I can drive. It's good, man. I think the games piece is just, uh, even within Christian circles, tragically all too common. Like there's a pressure, not just from uh, some of the stuff you mentioned, but also the guys feel like they can't come on too strong or if I'm too clear, if I remove too much confusion, if I don't leave enough mystery, she's going to think that, that I'm going full court press and she's not going to want to have any. And girls, candidly, I think feed into it just as much. This is my opinion, in case anyone needs to know that. David's opinion. Girls can feed into that like a mystery by wanting a guy that, man, if he likes me too much, I like the guy who's not really interested, who doesn't give me the time of day. And it's just games. Candidly, it's immaturity. So I'm in, I'm in my truck <laughs> laughing at the thought of uh, girls all over the all over the country <laughs> baking cookies, guys all over the place are about to get cookies. Oh man! Uh, I think... <laughs> um, hey, just for the record, that was JP's opinion. Somebody, somebody just walked up to my car with some cookies. Uh, I'm married. No, see the wedding ring. I um, I think games are poison and toxic, man. Uh, and so what does that look like? It's you saying something that's not sincere to get a response. It, you know, the, the worldly perspective is like hanging up on somebody, you know, so they'll call you back and waiting. It's so ugly and gross and nasty and ungodly. Um, man, like when did we stop just communicating how we feel and it's messy and it's imperfect and we don't always do it right, but it, that's what relationships are, are, formed in is is through the messy communication and talking through and and being diligent preserve the to preserve the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace it's ephesians 4 3 and so i just i go back to romans 12 9 love must be sincere like we have to be true and honest and pure and lovely and admirable and um in our communication with each other and even our thoughts on this topic philippians 4 8 and so uh, I would never do something to try to manipulate someone into having feelings for you. That's going to be a toxic relationship. That's good. Is it okay to take multiple people out on dates at the same time? It's just, it's again, back to the heart. I mean, on one hand, you just painted a picture of a straight-up player that's like, hey, you want to go hang out with me? And, oh, man, I, I really care about you and only you. And then... And then you're hanging out with somebody else saying the same things. Like if it's that, absolutely not. I think that's really ungodly and dishonoring to the Lord. If it's, um, if you're honest and you like, so you hang out with someone and that, you know, that night you say, Hey, I don't, or when the date ends, you say, Hey, I don't see this going further. I, I enjoyed my time with you. 
and uh, I enjoyed getting to know you. But just to set your expectation, like I don't, I don't know that we'll have another date. Um, and then you go on a date the next in another week with somebody else. I, I don't think that's crazy, but it all it depends on your heart. And so when I just said that monologue there, uh, I think people think that's crazy. Like, what you want me to tell somebody that that uh, I'm not going to spend time with them anymore, or I'm not going to call them. Yeah, if it's true, I do. You know, why? Again, don't let her wonder uh, where this is going. Like, communicate it. Remove confusion. Uh, so, from the opposite side with the girls, I think you would say the same thing. But, uh, 100%. Uh, like, yeah, hey, thank you for in, inviting me out. Uh, I had a great time. I, I enjoyed the dinner. Um, I don't see this going any further past friendship. That's clear. And the guy's not wondering. Like, he knows how you feel. He may be disappointed. Disappointment is a part part of life. It's a part of growing up. And uh, and I think you love that brother really well. Okay, I'm going to press you just a little bit further to drive for clarity. And, uh, and specifically around if I'm a girl and I get asked out by a guy for the very first time, we go on a date. His name is Chad. He asked me out on Monday. I say yes. We go out Wednesday. He, at the end of the date, says, I'll call you. Or I had a great time. And and expressed interest. I'd like to do it again. And then two days later, Ryan asked me out and it's, it's a different guy. And I'm now forced to wrestle with, do I need to tell Ryan that I went on a date with Chad this Wednesday and it went great? Or do I need to tell, let me ask you a question. Why, why would you wrestle with that? Like if you're wrestling with, Hey, do I need to tell him? Why wouldn't you just tell him? Tell Ryan or try Chad that? Well, I'm just, I'm using your words. So you said I'm wrestling with whether I should tell him or not, man. I just like make it a point when I'm wrestling with whether I should tell somebody something or not. I just tell them, you know, I think that's fair in most circumstances in this one. The only thing I I would, I wonder would be, man, uh, Chad who took you on one date is not your husband. He has no claim over your time. He hasn't even told you when a second date is. And so you're not committed. He may not even call back. So you can just tell Ryan, sure, I got no plans for Friday night if if you're asking me to go out. And uh and yeah. I just gotta you just gotta think about, hey, is Ryan gonna be hurt? Like let's just say that progresses and now y'all are, you know, you've been hanging out for a couple months and you know, he finds out that the week before you were with Chad. I just I don't know, man. The truth will set you free, the scripture says. Now granted it's talking about the gospel. Um I, I think that you know, love, like I said, love must be sincere. Um, I, my, it is my opinion that I, I will err to the side of over honesty and, uh, that's just a life practice for me. Um, but I think it comes down to your heart. Are you trying to manage information or are you at a place where you just truly sincerely don't think that that is relevant or pertinent to the other relationship? And so, um, I see your point about, Hey, he has no claim on you. He hasn't, he hasn't DTR. He hasn't defined the relationship. He hasn't communicated. He just kind of did a, an open ended, Hey, I'll call you. And then he hasn't. And so I, you know, I, I just, for me personally, rather than my conscience violate, be violated or me sitting there wondering whether I should or I shouldn't, I probably would just personally err to the side of, of saying that it's, it's tricky. And here, here would be like the, just, again, this is my opinion. Stay in the ring with me. If I am, let's say uh, I'm Kelly, so we're giving them all names, Kelly, Chad, and Ryan. And Kelly gets asked out by Ryan now, and she was like, I had fun with Chad. That was great. Oh, man, Ryan 
I would much rather go on a date with Ryan than with Chad. And then I have to tell him, but by the way, Ryan, I did go on one date with Chad and we had a, I'd say marginally good time. And I'm committed to possibly, I told him I would be open to going out with him again, but I don't want that to deter. You know, I just think because of the control issue and because it's such a unknown, yeah, just this I go one back date. To, I go back to hitting the pressure release valve, man. I mean, it's God cares about the heart as best you can in the context of your community group with others who know you and love God, try to discern, Hey, what's my heart's motive. And, um, if your heart's motive is wicked, don't do it, you know? And if it, if it's pure, you know, do whatever is the most God honoring and just, gosh, it's going to be okay. Like just again, go down the road, avoid the major, the, the major potholes, the major pitfalls and honor God. You're going to be okay. I think that's good to relieve the pressure from the situation because girls can feel a lot of pressure in that. Guys can feel a lot of pressure and everyone's just trying to do, for the most part, you're just trying to do the right thing. <laughs> David, held up, David held up a sign that the pressure's on. <laughs> Anyways, no, I think that's super helpful and practical because at the end of the day, we're all just trying to figure out this dating thing. Like David said, there's not a lot of examples in the Bible. There's no examples in the Bible of doing it well. And so just little handholds like this of like what to do in this situation is really helpful. It's good. Yeah. I think as you look at the Bible, you know, these 66 books, there's probably in, in all of the pages, just a few pages that cover romantic relationships between a guy and a girl. And because that whole book the 66 books are all about another relationship it's ours our marriage to christ and i think that you keep that the main thing and you pursue christ with reckless abandon and a lot of this works itself out to put a verse on it it's matthew six thirty three: seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added and uh and so if your motive is to honor god and what you're doing i think you have a lot of freedom and if it's not to honor god and what you're doing you don't have any business dating, like stop dating. Cause it's, you know, you need to get well, you need to get right with, with God. That's good. All right, man. So last question, let's wrap up with this. What practical steps uh, would we tell someone who's frustrated with their current dating prospects? So it could be a guy, it could be a girl. Um, let's, let's speak to either of them. Um, but what, what would you counsel someone who's like, man, I just don't eat. I don't like any of these girls. And I'd, um, I'd start like I'd start with where you're looking, you know. Uh, I think there's something to being around where Christians are, and so a lot of times when somebody's frustrated, you know, they're looking at the bar and in the club, and I'm like that's crazy, you know. You, there may be a Christian there, but but that's not where you're going to find someone to spend the rest of your life with. Like I can go in Barnes and Noble, uh, uh, I can go in a secular bookstore, and I can find a Christian book, but if you blindfolded me and said, hey, go grab a book off the shelf, most likely it's not going to be Christian. But if I go to a Christian bookstore and you blindfold me and you say, grab a book off the shelf, most likely it's going to be a Christian book. Now, there's, there's crazy in there and there's heresy in there and there's other stuff in there, but most likely my odds are a lot better of finding a Christian. And so if you're frustrated with your prospects, whether you're a guy or a girl, you might be hanging out in the wrong places. You might be hanging out with the wrong people. And... Um, and so some, for some of you, you need to hear, hey, patient. Some of you, you need to hear, hey, how's your prayer life around this topic? Some of you, you need to hear initiative. Hey, do something. There's actions you can take. And other people need to hear, hey, get well. Like, like you're so enslaved to pornography. Like even the idea of dating is, is a really, really bad idea. Like go and get well first. Take, go put 
you know, mark six months to a year out on your Microsoft Outlook calendar and put date again, you know, a year out. And between now and then, like go through re regeneration or celebrate recovery and pursue healing. And I think there's a lot of actions that we can take. It's good, man. Love it, dude. Well, that is all that I have, unless either you or Elena has anything else to add um, as we wrap up the conversation about asking someone out. Awesome, guys. Well, hey, it's been fun. Thanks for letting me, bearing with me, being in the car and in traffic. And uh, this is Views from the Porch. We will see you next week. We want to thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about The Porch Ministry, visit us at theporch.live or follow us on social media at The Porch.